<laughs> Bringing in the groceries, young blood. <laughs> I remember when I was married, I used to love bringing in the groceries. Yeah, Cuddy, I'm just bringing in a little, little, little groceries. Little groceries, that's all. Kwame, let me talk to you for a minute. See, Stephen A. Smith and them boys on that All the Smoke podcast has been talking trash about you. And I think it's time for me to bring a little toughness to your game. <laughs> Man, what, me, Cuddy? Me? Toughness? I mean... <laughs> It was tough playing in the NBA all those years, man. And now I'm getting all this this backlash. I'm being called a bust. I, I don't I don't know what to do. Let me let me tell you something, my brother. I'm gonna give you my hand, and I'm also gonna give you this lollipop, and I'm also gonna give you this season finale episode of the Magnificent Vibes podcast. See my boy Ian and Rodney. They like to put the hammer down on all these sports topics. And if you listen to it, you're going to come out firing on all those who've been talking smack about you. So I need you to do this for me, Santa Claus. Put this hat on. Take this lollipop. Take this podcast. It's a dope podcast for you to step to. Podcast, this hat, and this lollipop. Now go represent Cuddy to the best of your ability. You know what, man? Cuddy, you're right. I think it's time for me to set the record straight. I am not a bust. I'm going to listen to that podcast. I'm going to put this hat on. And I'm going to go on YouTube. And I'm going to show the whole world, Cuddy style, that I ain't no joke. <laughs> you're making me proud, young brother. You enjoy that podcast along with the rest of your listeners. And I'll see you on the next one. What up? What up? What up? What up? We back. We are back once again. Playoffs. It wasn't a long time this time. It was not. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We, 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 I'm, I'm loving the playoffs right now, Rodney. Exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, I'm here for all of that. I'm here for all of that. This is this is this is my time of year, man. I'm having a ball. The, the NBA is delivering once again. Big time, big time, especially over the weekend and those games. Every game, like, just did not disappoint as far as the game ones was concerned. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's a that's very rare that that happens. Very rare. Very well. I, uh, one game kind of disappointed. The Brooklyn Boston game one was kind of. Eh. Well, I think that was more because we we knew what was going to happen. We wasn't really sold on Boston being in the lead that long. Yeah, yeah. And, and you knew eventually the Nets was going to wake up and just you know put them to bed, which they did. So uh, yeah, yeah. That one, I, I I would have to say I would rank that one low on the totem pole. Yeah, yeah, that was probably like the, the least entertaining. Right. But real quick, man, I got some shout outs, man. Yeah, let's get into these shout outs. Shout out to those sisters in the meeting for field service who want to hurry up and start their time. You <laughs> <laughs> got a couple like that. Every group got that one sister, man. 
Every group got that one sister. The day I I had to get my second shot, it was on a Saturday, so I couldn't take the lead with my group. So I just tapped into my father-in-law's field service group. And, um, you know, he, he did his little introduction or whatever, went over some material to go over for the ministry. And he, he's trying to, he's trying to, you know, just figure things out, figure out who's staying out, who needs addresses, yada, yada. One of the sisters in this group goes, um, Brother Brown, can you hurry? I, I'm waiting for the prayer because I need to start my time. I, I, no, no, she said, she said, I, I, I need to go. <laughs> so I was just, I, I'm sitting there like, oh, man, I wonder how you going to respond to this. <laughs> and, like, and he was like, he was like, well, well I, he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do something here, sis, but don't let me hold you up. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, who does that? How about, how about this? Why don't you start your time before you meet with the group? Or, or how about this? If you're that pressed for time, why are you even out? Why are you even bothering to meet with the group? If you're so pressed for time, you right. gotta, you, you gotta tell the brother, you feel like you need to speak up and tell the brother, hurry up and pray. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of savage. He had this, <clears throat> this other sister in his group back when we were in there and um, when we were, you know, still meeting traditionally and she was, she didn't drive, okay? Mm -hmm. So she would always need a lift from one of the friends, but we would be sitting around after the meet for service, talking, maybe enjoying refreshments on a particular week. And she would just, she would just, just march out the basement. I need to start my time. And it's just like, yo, I, I get it. But you know, it, five to well, seven we're, minutes we're, is not a long time. Right. We're just trying to enjoy a little conversation, a little and, and, yeah, yeah. exchange of encouragement real quick. Like usually, usually like 10 minutes, usually like 10 minutes after the mean fulfilled service, everybody's pretty much then bounced. Depending on the congregation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, these were these were usually on days where I mean, I was going to say one days when we would have refreshments. So we would be leaning around. Oh, oh if you got refreshments, that's different. But but even on the days where we didn't have a refreshment, she would do that. And it's like, yo, you you didn't even drive here. Where do you think you're going? Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, shout out to them, man. And shout out, shout out to any single uh young people out here trying to date in a pandemic, man. I, I know it's rough, man, but uh, you know, yeah, 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 y'all, y'all will find a way. Y'all will find a way. It it is definitely it seemed like more people are getting married, were getting married during the pandemic than before the pandemic. Every, I remember last year, everywhere I turned, somebody was getting married. I was going to a virtual wedding and, and it was just getting crazy. Like people were just like, hey, well, we don't have to spend no money on no big banquet hall. Might as well get married on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. We all cooked uh, up. We all I, I gotta be isolated. Might, might as well be isolated with my honey. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 just funny, man, how humans adapt. You know, remember remember back in the day when we when we would go to uh uh um Hawthorne and Comiskey Park and we would see we we we'd be walking around and we you see some some really attractive sisters and you'd just be <laughs> it was like discovering another planet, man. And you'd be it asking was. your friends, oh, I mean, you know her? You so and so know her? I'm like no, no one knows her. How, most of us don't even have driver's licenses. She probably live on the other side of town. Uh, you know, even less of us have cars. 
you know, you got to man up. You had to man up and walk up and talk to her like a man. Yeah, man. And either strike out or, or no. Ain't no sliding, no DMs, none of that stuff. Going none on. of that. None of that. You had to rely on charm and personality. Yeah. And, and make it work, man. And make, make it work. work. Make it work. Hey, I was. I I will be the first to admit, man. When I was younger, I was like, man, I didn't know. I didn't think like girls existed in Jehovah's Organization until my very first assembly and convention. I was like, oh, because I went to the assembly, I saw more girls. I was like, oh, okay. All right, girls. What year was that? Huh? What year was this? Man, this was like early 90s, like, you know, 91. You know? (laughs) The Bulls had just won. Well, yeah, when I started, like, having, like, started feeling like, yeah, girls are cute and stuff like that. You know, you go to the assembly. I went to the assembly. I'm like, wow, I didn't know this all exists. You know? I'm like, wait a minute. No, it's a fluke. It's a fluke. Then you go to the convention and you're really blown away. You be you be in wonderment. Are y'all from the West Side? Yeah. <laughs> y'all have the Dan Ryan. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah, man, those were the days, man. Those were the day, the glory days. Yeah, big Hawthorne time. and Comiskey, man. I did damage. I did damage. Yeah, Comiskey was the pits, dude. I hated Comiskey, man. That son was no dude, I don't know. joke. I don't know why, but I have very fond memories of Kaminsky. Like, yeah, it was, you know, the weather was a little tough to bear at times, but, you know, I, I, I overall liked it, man, because it was like, instead of instead of having like eight different conventions, we only had two, because you could fit was, like- It was dope. That was dope. You, you could fit like 50,000 people in there. So everybody who I wanted to see, I ended up seeing. Exactly, exactly. You see everything. And they had a corridor. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? People act like we was just out on the field or something on Comiskey Field, like just baking in the sun. It wasn't like that. We you, well, you brought your umbrella. If you had your umbrella, those umbrellas come, they, they clutch. Especially yeah, you got the real yeah. good ones. And you could go inside the actual stadium to cool off if you wanted to. Hey, people used to fight over those shade seats though. I, I saw yeah. my sisters arguing, like about to go fisticuffs, dude. <laughs> oh wow, and, dude! I was an attendant, man. It took like three or four brothers to like break them up. Wow, I'm like, come on! Like, I thought we were witnesses here, you know. But <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, Ian, I got I got something for you. Uh, one of the shout outs that you had from last from the last show, I decided to do something creative, man. Yeah, I, I took to Instagram, man. I want that. I want to get the sis. I want to ask the sisters to get their opinions, their thoughts and opinions on using a napkin as a head cover. <laughs> I'm, I'm just read to you some of the answers that I got. Oh, One we thing, got mail. We got mail, right? We got mail. We got mail. <laughs> I hope she was at an actual restaurant. Says one sister. Another <laughs> no, sister. <she> not. <laughs> another sister said disrespectful. Another sister says funny. My mom, my mama used to. No, here you go. Funny. My mama used stockings before my pops came home early. <laughs> oh, stockings! <laughs> yeah. She was about to rob a Seven Eleven. She was like, set it off in that piece. <laughs> Oh, man. That's hilarious. 
Hey, Rodney, that's cultural. Got, oh, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> cultural. I got more. She didn't have nothing else. I've seen face towels used, wigs used. The list goes on and on. Face wow. towels? Face towels. That's a new one. Yeah. Face towels? I've heard wigs, but face towels? That's better than a napkin, I guess. This one sister says, doing what she can to be obedient. True. That's true. true. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? If you're conducting it, it, you're conducting, man. You got that church's chicken. uh, My my question was, like, how does she keep it on her head? Like, did she pop a rubber band around it to keep it on? Or one of those, like, uh, I know girls, they got those, they not like, they like rubber bands, but they like mini, like, scarves. They look like s- scarves, but they like, they're rubber bands for real. And they just wrap them around and make a little ponytail out of them. Oh, like a scrunchie. Yeah, a little scrunchie. That's what I meant. Yeah, a scrunchie. <laughs> Last comment. Last comment I'm going to read is, she should be smacked. Said in my most loving tone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I I, I want to know who these sisters were. <laughs> <laughs> I won't put it on wax, but I I, I I definitely, you know what? It's funny with Instagram, it, it, they were kind of old, so I can't go back and see who, who uh, it only lasts for a certain amount of time where I can see who posted uh, what, who sent me what. So unless I at, unless I at them and then I know, but I know, I know for sure one of the with the stockings i know who the sister was with the stockings (laughs) so yeah so yeah i'm I'm, I'm gonna keep that i'm gonna keep that uh off wax (laughs) but yeah man that that i i really i was really blown away by that and i was like man i gotta i gotta ask the sisters about this one this is new i told my wife man she was just like what She'd probably be thinking I'd be making this stuff up. Like, man, he ain't lying. That ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That no, nah, she she believe it. She believe it. Cause she know it's it's kids. <laughs> <laughs> she like hey, we, we, we was the reason Brother Sanders got in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He was coming out of a car party, man. He was he was he was looking at uh uh he was looking at Sister Williams' Bible study, walking out, and then keep his eyes on the road. He oh, got into a little man. fender bender. He got his clutch stuck. Come on. <laughs> I mean, ain't nothing he can't fix, though. Right, ain't nothing he can't fix. He, he gonna fix it himself. He don't even yeah. need to go to the mechanic. I ain't going to no chop shop, man. They talk, talk, charging me all this money. I'm do it myself. Go to the junkyard, you know. Hey, your brother Sanders always bounce back. Yeah, he always bounce back. Ain't nothing stopping him. If that's all we got for shout outs, uh, ready to get into some NBA? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, first topic, man Kwame Brown, dude. Kwame Brown, like, oh, uh, I, I know we on, we on limited time today, so I'm gonna keep my, my, my thoughts on Kwame pretty short and concise. I, I like I like when people defend themselves 
But now he's just kind of going overboard, and I'm over the whole Kwame Brown thing. Every time I go into YouTube now, there's a new Kwame Brown video up of him. And it's it's, 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 it's starting to cross into Jaguar right territory. It is. And, it definitely and, is. I was about to, just about to say that. And, and, and now it, it went from defending myself to like, oh, now I'm a quote unquote expose the NBA and the secret clubs and this, this, and that. It's like, if there is a club, there's the club of the uber talented and the greats, and then there's everybody else. It's like we already known this. That that's that's what I got to say. I, I'm I'm over it. It was it was entertaining at first, but now it's just like he, he going a little too far and a little too personal. You know what I'm saying with some of his attacks, and it's like it's starting to become uncalled for. I I don't. The only thing that I don't like about this whole thing and along with that I, I do i agree with you i do think like he i do feel like he's going overboard with all of every day is a new kwame brown rant you know and it's getting kind of tiresome but uh I, I think that was a weak move by charlamagne man to like, like oh i missed that part what happened with him yeah so Char charlamagne came out and talked about the whole incident when it was fresh on, on the breakfast club and he basically highlighted all of the, the dirty laundry of Kwame Brown's father back when he was younger and all of that. Oh, okay, I do. And then okay, as soon as Kwame, then Kwame responded and was like, hey, let's not forget those allegations you had back in such and such about, you know, that 15 year old girl that came out on you. You know, that, and that was like some, you know, I think she, he, the only reason why he got off because she didn't communicate with the, with the Right, she, did, she wouldn't cooperate with the police, yeah. Right, so, so he was like, man, you know, and, and I, I didn't like that. And then after that, Charlemagne going to uh, put it, put his lawyers on Kwame Brown. And I was like, okay, bro, you, you the one that went there, you, you going into all his personal laundry soon as he dig up your laundry now you want to get your lawyers involved like that 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 was kind of a punk move but and it wasn't even kwame's issues it was his right. dad's issues. exactly it's his dad's issues what you know it's like come yeah, on you know, like what your family members do come on yeah yeah i got so, plenty of family members that didn't done dirt you know exactly exactly so that was the only thing that I wanted to point out is Charlemagne's role in this whole thing. He he needed he he should have just covered the story and just left it at that. Not go all deep into you know Kwame Brown's life and all that other stuff because it sounded like he was taking sides with you know all the smoke and it, it was just like it just turned into you know a real nasty thing. But I'm with you, man. I, I feel like. You know, it, it was funny in the beginning. It was hilarious in the beginning because my man sounds like like he was raised in uh, Cuddy School of Economics. And <laughs> especially with the hat, he was rocking the, uh, it, it, that's his thing, man. He need to bring back the hat. I'd be more interested again if he brought back the hat and the sunglasses because he did that on the first rant. He should have, yeah, he should have just kept it at like one, maybe two rants, left it alone. Left it alone. Everybody would have been like, dang, you know what I mean? And then yeah. you wouldn't, uh, he, there would have been no more issues. It wouldn't have been all this back and forth. Kind of like what Ghostface did. Remember when Ghostface got into that, that little beef with Action Bronson? He did, he did like a two minute video with some, with some, uh, yeah, I, mean, I forgot who was playing in the background. And then that was the end of it. He set the record yeah. straight and that was the end of it. 
Yeah, because it was accusations that like people were comparing Ashton Bronson's style to Ghostface, correct? That wasn't even it, because he Ghost was like, yeah, whatever, his voice is his voice. I'm not even tripping on that. What he was tripping on was when Action Bronson got on TV and was like, yeah, Ghost ain't doing it like me, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that's what set Ghostface off. Right, right. And, and it's just like, staying on the topic of hip hop, like, I just think of, you know, battles, right? You know, when, when, when two rappers are beefing, you know, one or two songs, you know, one, you know, like, uh, like with Eminem and, 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 you know, uh, what's the other cat? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, right? They had their little beef, you know? Yeah. Made yeah. a couple of songs about each other. Left it at that. If, if, if two rappers keep making songs about each other constantly, or one rapper just say, you know what, I'm gonna stop responding. And then the other rappers just keep making songs about him, like like kind of like Cannabis did with LL. Like he just, Cannabis just kept making songs about LL and taking shots at LL. It gets tiresome. Yeah, like, it gets stale. It gets with second round knockout. But after that, it's like dry toast. Yeah, it's like, we get it. You don't like dude. Okay. Right. Let's move okay. on. On to the next. So. Yeah, I, I, I get it, man. I get it. But uh, I will say, like I said, it was definitely entertaining in the beginning. But yeah, Kwame needs to slow slow down, man. He messing up my YouTube account. I just want to watch some trendy Topic 10 videos, man. Right, right. <laughs> Why is Kwame Brown popping up? Exactly, exactly. I ain't trying to see all that, but... Let's get into this NBA playoffs. Wait, where, where's CT and Persephone yet? We're going to get into this NBA, man. First round <laughs> reaction. Man, uh, like, like you already touched on it, Rodney. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to go through every, you know, series or whatever because of time. But the Bucks look real, man. The Bucks look real. Hey. They're not even really playing that good. And they're like just they're just like man. Um always I I thought that he was fugazi this year all this year. I thought they were a little fugazi last year. You know, I don't wanna call them a fluke what they did last year, but it's starting to look like it was a fluke. You know, like you know, that was that was under special circumstances. That was a that was a different situation because of the bubble. And the newness of everything, certain teams that were good just seem to have just imploded. And certain teams that were any other season would have been considered average, you know, excelled, you know. And I'm mean, that's that's no diss to the, the Nuggets or the Heat, but like, um, you know, it, it's just it, I don't know, man. It just it that was clearly a factor, you know. And but but you know, getting off the Heat though, I mean, the Bucks, man. Getting Drew Holiday was such a massive upgrade from Eric Bledsoe. The Bucks, the Bucks have officially seen the light. I mean, they saw it last year. You know, me and you, Rodney, if you recall, me and you saw the light with Eric Bledsoe two years ago. Yeah, we did. We did. We because we was decrying all that money they handed him. Yeah, um, we, we criticized it, Milwaukee heavy for that. And if you recall, in 2019, in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals, after game two, the Raptors stopped guarding Eric Bledsoe. They were like, you know what? Giannis is the one killing us. 
let's build up a wall around him. And after that, the Raptors figured it out. They said, oh, hey, this Eric Bledsoe dude, he, he ain't no threat. Yep. You can't do that with, with Drew Holiday, man. Um, so so props to the Bucks, man. Get a little hair on his chest. I like you. Exactly. Um, Especially Chris Middleton. Uh, I think he's grown a lot of hair on his chest this season. Um, you know, I, I, I was pretty hard on him last year, but he's been balling, man. And they need him to play like that if they're going to make it to the finals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and um, they Tucker, too. That was a good that was a yeah. signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to be washed, but he 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 he's not. He's not. Um, Lakers Suns. Uh, man, I, as you know, I predicted the Lakers in a sweep. The Suns they they got in on an impressive win. Uh, hey, game. Ian. Yeah, Ian, you need to come up with a new curse, man. So we got the curse of the Raggedy Man, right? Now Chris Paul's a pretty clean cut guy. <laughs> But, but but he's on the same team with the Raggedy Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Raggedy on 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 what eight? No campaign. Oh campaign. Oh, I forgot about campaign. Yeah. Hey, curse out of Raggedy Man strikes again. <laughs> man, the basketball I, I, guys just don't want Chris Paul to succeed, man. Yeah, man. I, I mean, what what are you gonna do? I I. I you know, I, I still, I pre- all my first round predictions are, are the same. Like the, the, the teams I predicted to advance to the second round, I'm, I'm keeping my picks the same because my half of my play-in picks were, were dead off. I was completely wrong about the Celtics, completely wrong about the Hornets. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so my Western Conference picks was, was right, was spot on. Um, oh, no, because the Warriors went out. I forgot about that. Yeah, mine was wrong. I actually picked the Warriors to, to get the seventh seed. And the Lakers to get the eighth seed, so that didn't happen. The Lakers yeah, got the well, seventh seed, so. But the Suns will. The Suns they're going to go out in the first round, but they have a lot to be proud of. They have a lot to hang their hats on. Shout out to Mikael Bridges' mom, by the way. <laughs> um, but the Suns should feel good. DeAndre Ayton is coming out of his shell. He's really elevated his game. And to be honest with you. In game two, that was very winnable for the Suns still. It was still winnable because, honestly, Aiden still had a good game. So he kind of technically canceled out what AD was doing because they both was kind of going at it. it. It was just that turnovers in that first half was bad and just, I don't know, man. I, yeah, yeah, they got they got to play a little smarter. It, it could it could be it could be jitters for them. Of course, Chris Paul only played like twenty three minutes. And Jake um, Crowder, dude, what type of defense was that on that LeBron three? Yeah, why would you slide under the screen? You know, LeBron yeah. want to shoot or drive. He's gonna shoot or drive. I would rather LeBron drive. Drive, yeah. Especially, you know, LeBron was kind of hot to, you know, yesterday. So it's like, I don't want this man shooting a wide open three. Wide open. <laughs> wide open. <laughs> wide open. Um, you know what? And 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 speaking of LeBron threes, they that game winner he hit on the on the Warriors. See, okay, Rodney, I, I wanted to root for LeBron and the Lakers this year. Um, because of his beef with the LAPD, 
um because there's no one really outside of brooklyn there's no one in the east that i can honestly want to root for who has a chance of beating la or beating the lakers you know and as far as brooklyn goes they're very hard to like team they're very talented but they're hard to like kd he he exposing text messages between him and michael rapaport he threatening people's uh uh, uh threatening violence talking about people's wives then you got Kyrie doing his usual anti-media antics and you know Harden the way he started out the year just just catapulting his way out of Houston even though Harden's been on good behavior ever since but they're just a hard to like team so I was like you know what I, I probably root for old LeBron this year but he makes it so hard with the theatrics you know, oh, I was poked in the eye. I saw three basketball hoops and I just, you know, it's like, dude, let us just enjoy the moment. Right. Oh, Yo, I wasn't poked out flop, like that. That flop in game one against Phoenix, man. In the flop in game one. It, it's, it's, a, it's a skirmish going on between campaign and Caruso and LeBron laid out on the floor. You know what I'm saying, like, dude? Because he flopped up. too hard. He got hurt off the flop. He didn't get hurt because Chris Paul was, was under him. Right, get up. Your shoulder ain't ain't nothing wrong with your shoulder. You was right. he was back up and shooting shots the next play. Right. Dude, stop with the theatrics, man. Look what he's doing in game two. <laughs> right. Him and Clutch Sports, man, they always trying to create this other, this this beefed up narrative. Like, you know, LeBron had the little comment about um the scoring title or something a few weeks ago. He was always, oh, is that why I'm never considered one of the greats? Because of blah blah blah. It's like, dude. You're not uh, you're not underrated. Stop it. Uh, it's like I want to root for LeBron, but he just he makes it so hard. Right. He anybody so beefing hard. with the LAP, anybody beefing with the LAPD is all right with me. Okay. Um. You know, but come on, man. Come on, play basketball. We all know you're great. That little, you know skirmish you got into with Chris Paul under under on the on, on the court. We know you weren't hurt from that. We know your eye wasn't poked out when you shot that three. So stop it. His eye was yeah it wasn't poked out. It's not person's enough for him to that, the person's eye that really got poked out was Jason Tatum's. Yeah, yeah he couldn't even get back in the game. That was crazy. That, you know that that stuff that LeBron was doing, you know, that's whack. I want to talk about uh John Morant, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I thought you were gonna say the Clippers, but go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna get to them in a minute. I got a I got an award for them too later. But uh man, John Morant, dude, like he's the real deal. He's the real deal, man. Like, I really sat down, like I've all you know, when, during his rookie season, I didn't watch too many Memphis games, but I knew I knew John Morant was the truth. But like sitting down and actually watching him play, he's got a very to me i feel like he's got a very interesting game because it's it's flashy but it's it's tactical like yeah yeah he, know, he's just he plays very confident he does not play scared yeah and he's got a nice young core that's running with him that dylan brooks dude man dylan brooks um he reminds me of a slightly more talented marcus smart yeah yeah with more offense you know i and it's funny it's like we've talked about this before rodney like the the importance of a, of a player being drafted by the right team you put dylan brooks on 
the Jazz, the Warriors, the Lakers. And he's not going to be the dude he is on Memphis. You know, they're not going to give him that green light. But he, he's running with the right squad. Everyone on, on the squad is, is is around the same age. They're, they're good, man. They, they kind of remind me of, a, of what OKC was 10 years ago. Yeah, and they bring him back that whole uh, grind and, and whatever, grit and grind, you know, Memphis from the early 2010s, you know, with, with Zach Randolph and all them. It, they just They just got that toughness. Uh, Valanciunas is having the best season of his career out of nowhere. Uh, they, they're 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 going to be tough to beat, man. The Jazz got some issues. They got some problems on they, their hands. They, yeah, they got some issues. I'm, I'm going to get on them later. Yeah, but but back to the Clippers, man. I, I don't know what the Clippers think this is. That <laughs> they can just, okay, ah, uh, we lost the first two games. It's nothing. It's the same issue they had last year, Rodney. They're waiting for Kawhi to bail them out. They they think they're going to be the Raptors. They think that they think that at the last minute Kawhi is going to pull off some last minute theatrics and win the game for them, and it's not going to happen. Like the West is different, the competition is a whole lot stiffer, the margin for error is a whole lot thinner, and you got to help him out. Um, the Clippers. If you recall, I, I I picked the Clippers in either six or seven. It's starting to look like it's going to be the Mavericks in six. I was scared to pick the Mavericks because of the Porzingis factor, but, yeah, but even Porzingis even he's playing, playing a little better. Yeah, Porzingis. Um, I didn't look at the um, I didn't I watched the game last night because I was I was sleepy. I was editing my podcast. I was I also had to work on the talk, so I didn't watch the game. But then I, I saw the score this morning, and I was like, oh, they, they took game two. The, the Mavericks took game two. I look in the box scores. Kawhi put up numbers. Yeah, he did. Kawhi had 41 points. I'm like, okay, what did yeah. everybody else have? And I'm looking at what everybody else had, and I'm think, I'm looking like, yo, what is what is Tyrone Lue thinking? Ibaka only plays six minutes? <laughs> yeah. Uh... They don't have an identity. They don't. I, I, and I, I bet you they don't even know who they're who they're starting and closing five are. Yo, check this out. Even though Kawhi Leonard had forty one points, he took up the assignment in the fourth quarter to guard Luca, and Luca torched this man in the fourth yeah. quarter. Torched. I, I saw the highlights. I mean, and then it was a shot he hit where it was like he was driving to his left and he just threw it up and it just went in all net from like 35 feet. I was like, man, that's one of the most disrespectful shots with being your with 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 tough defense. I've seen was that the, one, was that the shot he hit uh, on one leg? Yeah. One leg. That was, that was an amazing shot. That one left. So, so Rodney, so Rodney, is isn't that the Clippers are just mediocre, or is it that Luca's just that good? Luca's just that good, man. Luca's a beast. Luca is. They don't have an answer for him. They didn't try to put Rondo on him. He's cooking Rondo. Patrick Beverly, who just runs up and down the court, according to Russell Westbrook, he couldn't do nothing with him. So now they want to put Kawhi Leonard on him, who is one of the most 
stout defensive one-on-one players in of our history, and he can't do nothing with them. I don't. The Clippers are in trouble, man. They are, dude. They are. And what's what's crazy is that, like, dude, like, what are y'all gonna do if, y- <laughs> if y'all go down in the first round? Like, what are y'all gonna Hold do up. next year? Was that what? TNT? How are you gonna do that? Because you, dude, you traded away all your picks to get to get to get playoff P, or, or should I say, way off P? Um, but here's the thing. Paul George is actually playing decent in this series. He did, he did, he did. It just wasn't enough. They're just getting outplayed. They, they just, they're getting outplayed. They're getting outcoached. Yeah, they are getting outcoached. Here, here's the, here's our other mistake they made. If you recall, at the end of the regular season, they tanked. They, they, they deliberately dropped the last two games so they could go down to the fourth seed and get Dallas. I'm glad Big that mistake. you brought that up. I'm glad that you brought that up. That was stupid. For them to they try to dodge school. the Lakers this early? Yeah, they were trying to dodge the Lakers. I, I think they were trying to dodge the Blazers, too. But they were trying to dodge the Lakers because they no doubt would have went against L.A. in the second round. But that was a big mistake. Like, like if it, it, it and they, they're getting exactly what they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what Paul George has to say after they lose this series. This is incredible, dude. This is incredible. This winning out Rondo, like playoff Rondo hasn't showed up. It, it, it's just, it's not, it's not looking good for the Clippers, man. It's just, you know what, man? The Clippers just need to move from LA, man. I think that's what needs to happen. It should be only be one LA team in LA. Mm, that's interesting. I, I, I just don't, yeah. It's not going to work. The NFL had the Rams and the Raiders in LA at one point. That didn't work. Somebody had to go. So I'm like. <laughs> yeah, and they both left. <laughs> and they both left. Right. They both left. Now, now the Rams came back, but still, like, you know, it took, what, 20-something years for that to happen. So, yeah, like. And, 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 when, the, and when the Rams left L.A., they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even win a Super Bowl in L.A. Yeah. So, the Clippers might need to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe they need to go to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, Seattle need a basketball team. I miss uh, Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, it could be formerly known as Clippers turned back to the Supersonics. And just eliminate the Clippers completely. Yeah. The, the NBA don't need the Clippers. They've been a walking joke for the last, uh, ever since they've been in existence. Yeah, yeah. They um yeah man they, yeah, they look racist owner. It, it just, <laughs> I'm sorry man I'm going on a rant but you know <laughs> yeah man I I don't I don't disagree with you man I don't disagree with you shoot I I now that we got the playing tournament and if it's if it's gonna be permanent man I say add two more teams man give Seattle a team back yeah um. Shoot, man, give St. Louis a basketball team. Yeah, St. Louis will take one. They lost their football team. All they got is the Blues and the Cardinals. They could use a basketball team. Yeah, man, give 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 uh give old St. Louis a team, man. Yeah, shoot, man. put stick them stick them in the Eastern Conference, and um 
No, I'm sorry. Stick them in the Western Conference and, and let the let the Memphis Grizzlies be in the East. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a couple other series we don't have to really elaborate on too too tough. We know these series. We know Denver and Portland's gonna go the distance. I, I think that's gonna go seven. Yeah, that's gonna be a slug fest. That's gonna be a slug fest. Philly and Washington. Eh, I mean, it's nice to see Tobias Harris go off. Uh, he's he's having a great season. <laughs> oh, uh, looking like light skinned Jermaine. Look like. <laughs> uh, but this is another series I want in, in, in Brooklyn, Boston. That's over. That's that. That's a sweep. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Jay, if Jason Tatum don't come back for Game Three, that's a sweep. Um, but Miami, Atlanta. You mean New York and Atlanta? I mean New York and Atlanta. I'm sorry, New York and Atlanta, man. They that series is bringing back some old '90s nostalgia, man. It is. It is. Trey Young going off in the garden, shushing the crowd. Yes. Spike know, your place. know your place, New York. <laughs> I mean, they was going in. And I heard the chance. I watched that whole game. I heard the chance. And I'm like, are they saying, what are they saying? I heard I, I heard them saying Trey Young. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. New York coming in. These fans coming in with a vengeance. Yeah, man. Yeah, the garden is back, man. Playoff basketball is back in the cart, man. Yes. I'm, I, I'm impressed, man. And, and like, the the I don't know what they're gonna do tonight. I, of course, I picked the Knicks in six, but Julius Randle didn't play all that well, and it still came down to the wire. Right. So all all that has to happen is for Randle to wake up. If he wakes up and get, you know, I think he was a little nervous. I think he was nervous in that first game. I think he gonna shake off the jizz. He got his he got his most valuable, I mean his most improved player award from his son, which was nice. I don't know if you saw that video, but I thought that I was did. Pleasant. Yeah. Uh so uh <laughs> speaking of his son, his son is hilarious. Uh I, I don't know if you saw that other video that went viral of him crying after they lost to the Nets. No. And he was and he pointed to the Nets uh cardboards at, at Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. It was cardboard. Uh, pictures of Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden together, and he was like, "I hate them! I hate them!" Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was classic. But yeah, it was nice to see his son give him his award. I think now that that's over with, I think he gonna give down the business. He gonna buckle down and and and, and get back focused. And I think they'll they'll tie the series. I think this series is going seven too. I want this series to go seven. I want a game seven Madison Square Garden showdown. I do too, man. I do too. So yeah, I think this is that, that's gonna be interesting, man. But yeah, good. Hey, I gotta rate this a 10 out of 10 so far, man, with these playoffs. Indeed, man. Indeed. Like, like, I mean, no injuries just yet. So no major injuries or injuries that are really gonna really affect anything. You know that's that's really what what makes for a bad playoffs. You know when all the all the players who are a factor or or half of them are injured. You know, I mean, of course we we know that story when Derrick Rose went down in the first round against the Clippers of, uh, back in 2012. That was um, actually the Hawks, actually. No, the Sixers. That was the Sixers. Sixers, right? Uh, you know. Um, you know the the, the that, that Warriors uh, Raptors series where Clay and KD went down. You know, yeah. 
you know, that stuff, it just, it just robs you of a good series and what it's supposed to be. So, thankfully, we have not seen that yet. You know, we, we shall see. Ho- hopefully, that doesn't... I understand it in his Lakers Suns series, but hopefully... I don't know. I don't think Chris Paul is going to be back to normal. I, I, I think... I got, a, I got a prediction. Do you think he'll show up in this series? Do you think he'll play any more games in this series? I, I do, but I think they're going to have him on minutes restrictions. Oh, okay. I think they're probably going to only play him like first quarter and then maybe again in the fourth i have a prediction though the Suns will lose this series because i was reminded of something watching the last minutes of the game last night that being that the Suns aren't getting a lot of calls oh no uh the refs are really putting in work for the lakers if you Um, take deandre aiden off the Suns, they're really a small team yeah yeah yeah, they're a small team. They're not getting calls like they should, because they 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 were knocking Devin Booker around a few times, and there there was there was no calls. You ain't hear that whistle. So the Suns will go down, and I predict Chris Paul will hand the reins over to someone else on the team, and I think Chris Paul might go to New York. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. He's played yeah. for Tom Thibodeau before in the, in the Olympics, right? Uh, most likely, yeah. Yeah. So, there's some chemistry there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't frown upon seeing that happening. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that happening either. Yeah. So, up next, I wanted to address one more thing with the NBA uh, before we move on to our next topic. Now, you might not know this, you might already do but Porzingis got fined $50,000 for violating the league's rules on players going into bars, clubs, lounges, and so forth, regardless of vaccination status. LeBron James apparently got a free pass for doing a similar thing. I saw that. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. Um... Do you think it's a double standard? Oh, absolutely. The, 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 the league themselves will tell you it's a dub, double standard. They'll just straight up say, yeah, it would be bad for ratings to suspend them, so we're not going to suspend them. <laughs> well, let me tell you what the NBA said in regards to their excuse and why they did not, um, you know, discipline LeBron James. Here's what the league said. Under current NBA rules, Vaccinated players are permitted to engage in outside activities, including their individual commercial arrangements, such as sponsors, appearances, or ad shoots. James has not said whether he got the coronavirus vaccine and has not advocated for or against it. So I didn't, this is my first time hearing this this NBA rule in regards to permitting engagements of outside activities for individual commercial arrangements. Wait, so that what is specified in the beginning of the start it of sure, the season, wasn't it? It sure wasn't. It sure wasn't. So what did Porzingis, what was he attending? So, uh, so here it is. Because so I doubt he just went out to a bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, 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 exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to see 
It says, while we understand the in this is what they further say, while we understand the inclination to compare this incident to protocol violations by other players, including LeBron James, those facts are very different. NBA spokesman Mike Bass said, LeBron briefly attended an outdoor event related to an individual commercial activity where everyone was either vaccinated or returned a negative COVID test. The league reviews each potential protocol violation on a case-by-case -case basis and determines quarantines and imposes discipline based on the individual facts and circumstances of each matter. So I'm not blaming it. I mean, like, I, I get the legal jargon is creating leeway so that you can give him the benefit of the doubt. But again, I ask, what was the case with Porzingis? He attended a club on May 23rd, around the time the team defeated the Clippers in game one. That's all they got. He attended a club, okay. So it, said it was determined that his attendance did not create risk. It says in consultation with medical experts and based on all facts and circumstances, it was determined that his attendance did not create risk related to the spread of COVID-19 and therefore no quarantine is necessary. So this well, makes so, it so, even worse. So so Porzingis likely got vaccinated. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he was one of the players who got vaccinated. I'm sure. Uh -huh. Because let's just be honest, Rodney. When it comes to this vaccination, there are some cultural differences regarding the feelings toward this vaccination. Okay? People who look like me and you, for whatever reason, they're more sketchy of the vaccine. I can see LeBron falling in that category, and that's why he's so mum on it. And I, I don't think he got vaccinated. I, I think he's... He's willing to take the risk. I believe LeBron has his own health regimen that he follows that works for him. And and, and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas people from other cultures, you know, they they they're kinda they're kinda all in for the vaccine. They're like, okay, fine, whatever I gotta do to protect myself and my family. Yeah, yeah, right. give me give me the vax. I'm tired of this mask. But what I what I don't like is when the excuse LeBron gave about oh I did an event to provide for my family. No, you didn't. You wanted to go to a cool party with Michael B. Jordan and Drake, so you went to a cool party with Michael B. Jordan and Drake. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean when I say it's so hard to root for him, man. Stop with the nonsense. Oh, LeBron's got a million of them, boy. Oh man. He's you know, we, we 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 know you ain't vaccinated, and and and, and the people at this party. I mean, I doubt y'all you were making people show vax cards at the door. Okay, right. Y'all yeah, just got together. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they were carding like that at the party he was at. You know, and it's like there's people out here obtaining counterfeit vaccination cards. Yeah, you know. And and ne never mind the fact you're rich. So if you ever came, ever actually contracted COVID, you can you can afford whatever experimental medicines are out there. You know what I'm saying? That they can throw at it to cure you. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why you still see coaches and trainers on the sidelines still wearing masks because all the NBA players are not getting vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So.
And it's just, it's, it's, it's not about fans access like to the vaccine. You said what? I said, and fans are like too, since fans are back in the stadium, all the fans are wearing masks. Yeah, that too. That too. You know, so, you know, yeah, don't, don't, don't give me that. Yeah, it's a double, it's definitely a double standard. Um, I found it weird because honestly, LeBron shouldn't shouldn't have, a rule is a rule, man. He violated a rule. I don't care about, you know, it didn't have, you know, they, it was people that were vaccinated and people, you know, carded as vaccinated. Dude, LeBron broke protocol. You guys snatched out KD in the middle of a game. In the middle of the first quarter. Yeah. Because of COVID reasons. Like, you know, you know what they should you, you, you know what really would have complicated this? If James Harden was at the same party. <laughs> I wonder what they would have did then. <laughs> that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. But you ain't going to find like James a, a, Harden a, a, at the party. You know where you're going to find James Harden at. Right. I was going to say he would have brought his own. He would have busted in his own strip club. <laughs> yep, with a bunch of self-employed models. That, that is James Harden. Self-employed models. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> are, are, they, are they vaxxed? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, man, that is... That is our story, and we sticking in, we sticking to it, man. The, the the LeBron is getting the royal treatment once again, as we can see the NBA. You know, after LeBron just basically uh, punked out, call itself trying to punk out Adam Silver for the whole play-in <laughs> idea. It, 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 it's like, come on, LeBron, you don't see that they they rely on you to carry this league and they're letting you off the hook on a lot of things and you continue to make yourself look bad like come on bro like hey i know you you know i don't know if lebron listens to this podcast man but cut it out man cut it out <laughs> he probably don't but i don't care <laughs> well with that being said we're gonna go into a little commercial break before we start our next segment all right let's do that Playoff P has been proven to work in the regular season for those who have struggled with moderate to severe postseason disappointment. It is not recommended as a first option. Do not take Playoff P while on Granger. Side effects include choking, heaving, not finishing, constipation, finishing early, and all-around disappointment. Playoff P is not for everyone. Call your doctor if you experience susceptibility to catfishing, kissy face, Australian sensitivity, paternity suits, the inexplicable urge to play for the Lakers, or thinking that dude's butt belongs to a lady. If you experience the loss of Oladipo, please call your doctor immediately. Get headed in a new direction with Playoff P. All right, we back. All right, all right, all right. We are going to revisit the album face-off vibes and stuff. Album face-off. I got a couple more that I wanted to dive into. Yes, yes. Let's get into it. Real brief. I got a couple I want to ask you about, too. All right, cool. So there were a few standout. I'm going to just run these down, and then we can just break them down one by one. But uh, I I, I was able to pull five more battles that uh, I I didn't get a chance to get my insights on. Dreamer Believer versus Ecstatic. 
Oh, yes, that's one of the ones I had marked. Yeah, I and I versus the UN. Um, ah, okay. Ghostface versus Cameron. That one, I got a question about that one too when we get to that. Uh, do, okay. you want, do you want more versus Lab Cabin California and then Grind Date versus Game Theory? Oh, okay, okay. So, what are the ones you got marked down? Um, Life After Death by Biggie versus Wu Tang Forever. Oh, that's a good one. It was written by Nas versus Ghostface's Iron Man. Ah, I forgot uh, about that one. I was gonna choose Iron Man. Uh, Peach Dimensions versus Donuts. I was on that battle. I was, was on, on that, that one. I, I had chose. I had chose. Uh, I, I chose Dilla Donuts. I think Linnell was the only one that went Peach Dimensions on that. Peach Dimensions. Okay. The score by the Fugees versus Midnight Marauders by Tribe. Ooh, that would have been a tough one for me, man. Because both of those, I still got both of those albums. I still got my first copy of both of those albums on CD. Oh, wow. Where you can only listen to the very first track, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, my Fuji CD is mad scratch, man. Yeah, that anime, right? You can't listen to no songs. You you get, as soon as you put Midnight Marauders in, you're going to hear that 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 bass thump. That boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Scenario. I'm like, dang, what happened to the rest of the album? <laughs> Man, my, you know what? My Beats, Rhymes, and Life CD is like that. After you get past phony rappers. Oh man, I don't get me started on that. I think all my track called Quest. I think except for the Love Movement. I think I can listen to a few tracks off that one. I, even that one scratched up. <laughs> <laughs> but Midnight Marauders, uh, you know, Distinctive, like those are dead, man. Those are dead. So, so you get you had. Do you want more versus Lab Captain? And then what? What was the other one? Grande versus game theory oh yeah that was a good grande versus game theory was there another one uh ghostface versus cameron and then oh, I, and I versus the un okay then, oh yeah go ahead go ahead yeah but but dreamer believer back to dreamer believer versus ecstatic i just want to go on the record by saying dreamer believer is common's most underappreciated album in his discography i i, I just I, I would have went ecstatic, but I just feel like the disrespect that was mentioned on the show about about Dream of Believer was just driving me nuts. So it I had was, to, man. I'm I like, where y'all what are y'all listening to? They said every song sounded the same. I'm like, what what? Yeah, I mean, what are y'all talking about? No, nah, man. No, I disagree. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It had some dud moments, but it, it was it was a huge step from you know he had, he was he was removed from universal mind control which was a disaster um and you got you come back with this i mean ghetto dreams like uh dude love and i lost right love that i lost that 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 sample sweet uh blue skies i mean come on uh, what's the other one? Um, the the uh, celebration. Yep, celebration. Come on, man. I was I was 
I had popped that in and I was like, man, I forgot how much I used to enjoy this album. You you know that album's better than the ecstatic. People just don't want to vote against most death. I, I know, it, and ecstatic, you know what? It's it, it's funny. I just figured out that ecstatic was removed off, off streaming platforms. And I don't have my old ecstatic CD anymore. So I couldn't really go back and listen to it track for track. I just had to go off pure memory. Ah, well, you can you can listen to it on YouTube. I might have to just do that. I might have to just listen to it on YouTube. You know what? Hold off on that. I'm not gonna pick up. I I I'll shoot you a text, man. Off wax. I'm telling you, Dreamer. Dreamer the Dreamer and the Believer was a better album. I'm telling you. I I enjoy I enjoy both of those though. Like the, the both both of those albums were common and most deaf were like excellent comeback albums. You know from kind of falling off and then well comedy didn't have a big fall off like most defty it but those were two really good comeback albums you know oh absolutely uh cool. i and i versus the un <laughs> that's a tough one um I, I got love for the iron. I don't know, man. P-Rock, man. P-Rock is just hard to beat, man. Even though P-Rock contributed to the UN project too, I I think P-Rock, you know, contributions to I and I. That album was so smooth, man. It was so just, smooth. It, it was just so smooth, man. I I probably would have went I and I, but UN is like just it. I always felt like UN was the Griselda was Griselda before Griselda. They they were just rugged just all they all they beats sounded so like like me and you did it in a basement you know player we we just put it together on on an npc player and just decided to make an album together in the basement (laughs) and and the funny thing about it is the year it came out 2004 now granted there was a lot of good music dropping in but nobody was talking about that album i think you were like the only person who was yeah, who, who was up on that album? And I was just like, man, this this is a criminally slept on album. It was now so granted, granted, I and I had more classic joints on it, but sixteen year old me probably would have went for the UN. I would have went for the UN back then, but where I'm, where my head is now when it comes to music, I like a little bit more laid back, uh, and I, I just like that. I and I was just. Yeah, super. I, I loved it. The flows, man. You, you you could take that album, put it in a DeLorean, and give it to me at age sixteen. Man, I would have been right there on the red line with my razor blade, <laughs> rocking hard to it. Funny story, Doctor Wax story. When I bought that UN, and, and and Chuck usually doesn't like react to people's purchases unless he sees something you purchasing. And he'd be like, oh, no, don't buy that, you know, because he saved me from buying a lot of trash albums. But when I put that, when I slid that you in on the counter for him to scan, he was like, <laughs> eyebrows ways like, oh, yeah, ooh, a lot of people don't know about this one, man. You're going to like this one. I was like, oh, OK. okay. <laughs> Wasn't that the best feeling in the world? Oh, when you, man. When, when you were in the record store and you you discover something and and and. You you might have the, the clerk might have said something maybe not you know but if he did you're like all right I still got it I, I got me a gem here or or later yeah. on when you play it it's like oh man yeah yeah this is it 
This yep. is 12 yep. bucks. 12, 12 bucks well spent. That yep. was the best feeling in the world, man. It was. The art, the art of the discovery, man. The the flip side of that though is when you don't listen to the clerk and you like, man, no, nah, man, because you got sentimental value for a particular artist, you like, no, nah, man, I'm gonna buy it anyway, man. I'm gonna buy it. And you listen to it, you like, man, he was right. <laughs> man, I, I he was right about that uh Slum Village Trinity album. <laughs> I felt uh who was who was oh infamy man mob deep's infamy man i remember i bought that album and the clerk i don't it wasn't chuck it was at dr wax it wasn't chuck it was the other cat um that used to wear the the, the bob marley hats and stuff light skin oh cat. Nick? yeah yeah he's like man rod don't do it i was like you sure he's like man he's like i won't even charge you for it i was like what he's like yeah man be real curious about it. He ain't charged me for it. Actually, he ain't charged me for it. I didn't spend my money on it because I had bought some other records. Man, I couldn't get through that infamy, man. I didn't be bothered buying it. That was the album they did on G Unit, right? Yeah, yeah, on G Unit. It was so yeah, bad. I, I didn't even bother. I was like, there's no way this album's going to be good. Yeah, it was so bad. It was like, okay. But so, yeah, so man. Let me ask you this. What was your opinion on Do You Want More versus Lab Cap in California? Oh man, dude. That was a great matchup. I was gonna go, I was gonna go far side, man. That's one of my I, honestly, man. That far side, that that Lab Cap in California album just every time I play it, it makes it 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 makes me feel good, man. I just get happy listening to that album, man. It makes me want to play some some Sega Genesis, man. Like, it's, it's just, from the first track, BS, and then it's just, it just keeps going, man. And then the, um, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the other track? I'm gonna pull up the playlist, the track list. That, that song where it's like, if I had another sack, I will roll. What's, what's the other? Oh, Splatatorium. Splatatorium. Splatatorium, dude. That song is one of my all time favorite songs ever. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of favorites huh? for me. It's a lot of all time favorites for me with that. Um, I'm about to pull up the track list now. Um, where's it at? Where I got it at? Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I was inclined to kind of go far side, but then once I started getting through the roots, do you want more? I was just like, eh, nah, nah, the roots, the roots got this, you know, especially the second half of do you want more. I will say that you, yeah, if I had, if I had to nitpick, I think the roots, the roots. Do You Want More is, is, is an excellent album. I would say the problem with Lab Cop in California is it didn't, it, the last leg of the album, it, they didn't stick the landing on it. You you are correct. You, you are correct. Yeah. Now that I'm, now that I'm like looking at the track list, I remember like after a certain point, I stopped. I think after like. Now, you know what? You know what? Yeah. Devil Music and the, and the End, those are good songs. Yeah, those are good songs. Those are good songs. It, it's just, 
It just didn't, it don't have that oomph like the first part of this album has, you know? Yeah, yeah. You had, man, yeah, you had Groupie Therapy, you had BS, Running. Drop. Something that means something. I, I even like Moment in Time. Moment in Time is dope too. Yeah, I yeah. really like that one. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we gonna have to do a part three, man. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely, man. Most definitely. I, I got, I got at least, I got at least three. Oh no, I'm sorry, at least five more album face-offs. I wanted to get your opinion, your retroactive opinion on. Yeah, most definitely. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all with it. Oh, and Grande and and, and, and Game Theory. That's a tough matchup too. That's a tough yeah, too. yeah. I, I think I went, I think I went Game Theory. I probably would have went Game Theory too. I enjoyed that all the way through. Yeah, because it was just so consistent. You could just let it run. It was like the yeah. first Roots album in a long time that I could let play all the way through. Yeah. Um, because, uh, uh, I mean, Tipping Point, Tipping Point was cool. Don't get me wrong, but it had a couple skippables. And then, of course, Phrenology. You all know my issues with Phrenology. So this was like the first Roots album, you know, in a while that probably since uh, things fall apart where I could just let it play all the way through and and seeing them perform it live perform it live I was with you I was with you on that night too yep yep yep, yep. We, sure were. we watched them perform that whole album live before they even dropped it and it was it was amazing and, and usually when you play like brand new songs for a concert venue that people aren't familiar with it's tough to win them over not not game theory I mean, no, they, they did an excellent job. I mean, I think that album was kind of, it was recorded with the intent of performing it live because the way yeah, the tracks exactly. blend together. Exactly. Yeah, I love that album. Actually, that's one of uh, my wife's favorite Roots album is Game Theory. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she really enjoyed that album. So yeah, man. Yeah, I definitely want to get back into that uh, for, for season seven, big time. Absolutely. We're going we to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it rolling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, real quick, we got the Thiz face. Uh, did you want to get into your Uber All-Star selection? Yes. Yes. So so as y'all all know, last, what, 15 months we've been in this pandemic. We can't go to restaurants with mandolins and violins right now. I'm restaurants with mandolins and violins. You know what I'm saying? So, so the next best thing, of course, is Uber Eats. And you know, I've got quite acquainted with a few with a few uh, uh, establishments. Now you know me, Rodney. I keep it cultural, so I'm out here in Roseland. I'm 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 hitting up the, the greasy spoon spots on Uber Eats, and I, I'm basing my my All Star team based on accuracy of the order, the quickness of delivery, and, and, and prices. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So first up, I got Sammy's. Now, Sammy's, you might not have heard of it. Maybe our listeners may or may not have heard of it. Likely not. It is a Roseland uh, uh, staple. It is a cornerstone in the Roseland community. It's called, the full name is Sammy's Breakfast, but they ride up on 103rd, on 103rd Street on a tray. Um, never, never took them more than 20 minutes to deliver my food. Love me some Sammy's. They they do they do breakfast food and they do lunch food. They do they do Philly cheese steaks, burgers, hot dogs, all of that. But they also do like French toast, T-bone steaks, bacon, eggs, all of that. 
Um, I'm very loyal to Sam's. And they're, 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 they, I, they've never given me an order where it was wrong. There was or there was something wrong with the order. All right. Next up, I got 79th Street Barbecue on in Evergreen Park. It is on 2855 West 95th Street. Have you ever eaten there? It's near me. That's near me. I might have to check that out. Check them out, but ask for extra barbecue sauce. They 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 don't put it, they don't put enough sauce on the entree, but if you ask for extra barbecue sauce, they're very generous with it. So try out their real tips. Um, when I can get a courier to drive from there to my, my place, man, it's it's always a, a, a excellent, excellent meal. They 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 kind of lose points because I, I usually gotta wait about an hour for them, but but they're good. They're good. Next up, I got I-57 Smokehouse right mm. off 115th and Ashland. Now, I don't know what it is, but when I order them to Uber Eats, it always takes quicker. Then if I even go to the restaurant to pick it up. That's surprising because they take forever, man. They do. You could call it in and it'll take forever. Yeah. But when I order through Uber Eats, it always comes in like a half hour or less. I don't get it. So I'm like, man, yo, I'm never going there again. I'm going to just order them through the deliver. <laughs> That's good to know when I'm out my my mom's uh, direction. Because it'd be, it be packed, man. And I'd be like, yo, I call my order in. Why ain't it ready yet? I'd have to be another 45 minutes. 45 minutes? I could cook my own ribs in that in that amount of time. Right. But yeah, they are they are they are exceptionally good through Uber Eats. All right. Next up, we got um I got JJ JJ Fish, man. I'm a cheap date, Rodney. Um, and sometimes JJ Fish just be hitting for me. Uh, particularly the one on 109th and Halstead. Uh, they are exceptionally quick and you know no frills man they, they you know i need a little quick hit off with on a meal they're clutch and they're cheap big time i actually discovered a jj's i, I remember moving out this way and i'm like man i ain't got no fishing fishing chicken spots and then i was studying with uh, my boy Cadero at the time and he was living out in Justice. And he was he he the one that told me it was a J&J's right across the street from him. I'm like, where? And he pointed it out to him. It was like, ah, it was just <laughs> sitting there, man. And I was too excited, dude. I went in there, got me some J&J. They was quick. I was in that boy for like 10 minutes. Ordered my 10 wings. Man. Been going there ever since. Clutch, man, clutch. All right, and then lastly, in my, in my starting lineup, I got Caribbean Jerk on 87th Street. Um, you told me about that spot before. Yeah, man, they are they are they are good, man. They give you generous helpings. Um, the the, the prices are reasonable. Um, and they they're fairly quick. They're fairly quick as long as there's a courier around. You know, I don't, they they the wait for them is usually around 45 minutes, but. Um, they're pretty quick, man. They're pretty quick. Now, my 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 stay away joints through Uber Eats. The absolutely do not order from them. The Heralds on 103rd and Halsted. I'm not I ordered surprised. From, I ordered from them twice. Both times I had no mouth sauce on my chicken. Mm, I'm not surprised. No mouth sauce for that one from Heralds. That's blasphemous. That is right. That is that is. It's like, 
are y'all trying to offend me? Like, why would y'all do this? Why would y'all give me chicken with no mouth sauce? The second joint, the Potbellies in Pullman on a, on 111th Street. I ordered from them last week, Rodney, and got food poisoning, man. Ooh. I was throwing up so hard in the basement, I blacked out, dude. Mm. dude. Woke up on my bathroom floor covered in vomit. Ugh. Yeah. And, and something about the order did something about the sandwich didn't feel right when I was eating it. Like, like it had been like the meat had been sitting out, but I was like, man, I'm really hungry. You know, let me go ahead and choke this <laughs> down. And about two hours later, man, I was laid out vomiting. I'm never ordering for them again. Mm-mm. Yeah, your stomach wasn't having that. It was not. It was not. That's a dope. That's a dope list, man. That's definitely a dope list. You know, I wish, I wish, I wish my 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 <laughs> my spots were more universal because I, I know we got listeners all over the uh, Chicago land. But hey, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I, I haven't ordered enough from Uber Eats to have a list. Um, so I, I'm usually one of those that just like I just order and pick it up, but. Yeah, man, that's a dope list. I'm gonna have to check out that spot though on Western. What was the name of that spot again? It's called 79th Street oh, uh, Barbecue. Barbecue. Okay. And it's on 2855 West 95th Street. There's a they they have a second location on 111th and Halsted, but they they not they they changed their menu, man. They 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 uh their, the menu on Uber Eats is not the same menu when you go to the store. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so I, I go to the one that you recommend. I ain't, ain't yeah, trying to go to the other ones. Real quick, I wanted to backtrack a little bit. I forgot to ask you about this. Ghostface versus, Com- versus Cameron, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 what, what, was the, what was the idea behind that versus? They, they came out the same year. Um, and the Ghostface album was, okay, first of all, between Ghostface and Cameron, stylistically, they 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 use a lot of slang, you know. Mm-hmm. They they're, they're two MCs who can get who ain't aren't scared to get a little goofy on the mic. Um, you know, with Ghost, it's usually in the context of him telling a story. Uh, right. If y'all don't know, check out Maxine. <laughs> <laughs> check out Ghostface's Maxine. Um, and that that Cameron album was kind of like a more bluesier album for Cameron mm-hmm. and was kind of him, you know, going off the beaten path a little bit for him. And Fish Scale was like kind of like a return to form for Ghost because it, because it, it had the sa- those same like bluesy, soulful elements to the music, but it wasn't it wasn't like anything he had done before. It was kind of like Ghost's album where he kind of reconnected with the underground. Mm. Okay. No, he yeah. had a lot of Valley, Jay Diller production on there, yeah. MF Doom. Yeah, I, I remember that album. Ghost was in his bag on that album. You know, and and I thought I thought I thought Purple Haze was it's an album that you know it's kind of underappreciated by Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't go. I didn't. I, I ain't gonna say I was a thorough listener of that album. I would have to backtrack and, and refresh my memory on, on Cameron, but I just thought the matchup was was intriguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna have some more intriguing matchups. 
In fact, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the listeners of of uh, Magnificent Vibe a little sneak peek on some upcoming um, uh, matchups uh, coming up the, uh, in the rest of the season. I'm not gonna give give it all away, but we got um, a matchup coming up with uh, DJ High Tech High Technology going up against J Raws, the essence of. Okay. And I'm Match also up. gonna. I'm also going to put Danger Doom up against J-Lib. I think I know which album you're going to pick, but I'm not going to say anything, but go ahead. So, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned, people. We'll see how those shape up. Hey, rubbing my hands like Birdman. Big time. Ready for that. All right, we got some awards to give out. Now I'm, I'm ready. I got my trophies ready. Uh, Essence of Otis Award. I'm going to go first. Ooh. I got Bill de Blasio, the mayor of NYC. <laughs> Shut your mouth, bruh. Shut your mouth. Ain't no, dude, you the mayor of, of New York. Worry about the, the city and, and, you know, trying to get people vaccinated and, and, and trying to open the city back up. Don't be trying to tell Trey Young what he can't and cannot do on the court after he didn't school y'all over the weekend. And dude, the team is all right, man. Just sit back, watch it, watch the series, enjoy <laughs> it. Why do it? Why do you? You can tell he don't watch basketball. Yeah, he don't. He don't got that look to him. Like yeah, he quoting Steve Nash. Like I'm like, when did Steve Nash say that? <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't even hear that part. Yeah. It, 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 I was like, man, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, shame, shame on you, uh, Bill de Blasio. <laughs> that sounds like a shame on a... <laughs> a shame on an N-word award. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Would you... you got? Do you got an uh, Otis Award? Yes, man. The Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> Maybe y'all will go down fighting this year. Maybe not. But after, after this year, ain't no one trying to see y'all. Y'all are just a distraction. Yeah. yeah I, you, I already expressed how I feel about the Clippers. They don't need to be in L.A. anymore. Now, now of, all, of all the teams in the Western Conference that made the playoffs, they're the one who I feel is the least deserving. I would much rather see the Grizzlies. I would much rather watch the Jazz. I would much rather watch the Warriors, to be honest. Yeah. If the Clippers gonna play like this, I'll tank to get the fourth seed. Now, now look at you. <laughs> play, play basketball. Put food on your tape. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Tyrone Luke. Make it feel like a big man. Go up against <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, Luca wasn't doing that two years ago. Now, was he? <laughs> now you getting all them points. <laughs> Can't even play no midnight defense. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Y'all look at this you got, you played yourself a war. You later, Santa Claus. 
<laughs> Who you got, okay. man? You played yourself a war. Man, the Utah Jazz management. Oh, man. Yeah. What is going on over there? What the having Donovan Mitchell sit out in that game one? Yeah, man. I don't know. What's Some, up with that? Something is funky over there, man. I don't know what it is. And it's like we just got past this whole D Mitch and Rudy Gobert thing. Now this happens. It was clear he was frustrated and he's talking to the media now about it. And yo, that's the conversation that should have happened behind closed doors, man. Something, 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 something's off there. Something ain't right over there in Utah. And if he plays game two, it's gonna be a while before Donovan get into to, to speed because he's been out for like a month, a couple of months, right? At least at least a month, like a month and some month change. And a half. Yeah. So they they ain't getting no Donovan Mitchell, you know, they not getting the spider version of him. They getting somebody that's gonna be a little bit more cautious. It's like, are y'all trying to take? Like what what is going on? You're, you're the best player on your team is saying he's ready to go and wants to play. Y'all got him on the impression he is gonna play, and then that, that happens. Like what? Right. Are, are, are y'all trying to drive him out? And then they, and y'all lose the first game. And don't let I, I, don't I, let Utah lose this series. Dude, I was so looking forward to seeing Ja and, and, and Donovan Mitchell go at it. That's why I wasn't interested in watching. I'm like, man, I can't I can't watch Utah the way they at now. I, I, I mean, John ja, ja Moran is amazing to watch, but the, the, I had a feeling Memphis was going to win that first game. I, I did not. I, I thought they were going to be tired from from the plan. Honestly, they they too hype, man. I feel like they too hype. They was really hype coming off that Warriors win, so I think they got that confidence boost now, man. They feel like they can beat anybody. Yeah, yeah, but uh. Mines is going to everyone that has been dogging Kwame Brown over the last over the past 20 years. <laughs> hey, y'all woke up a sleeping dog, man. That's all I gotta say. Now I'm tired of that dog barking, but hey, a lot of y'all got what y'all deserve, man. Leave that man alone. And but but Kwame on the flip side, leave everybody else alone. <laughs> uh Milk Carden Award. Mines. I actually don't have one. Oh, good one. Mine's is going to Jimmy Butler. Where are you? How are you? What have you been up to? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't show up. You know, he had a minus 34 in game two. Oh, and that was his uh, his per rating? Yeah, it was the, his worst playoff performance in his career. Was it Man, game two? I don't want to say fluke. But I want kind of want to say fluke. Man, I don't believe in Miami. They they came in last during the bubble. They came in all like fired up and everything. But you know, they just not they not the same team they was last year. And I keep saying that they haven't been playing that way the whole year. They not just gonna turn it on. And I think Milwaukee added more to their arsenal to help Giannis. And and, and I like the way they're not trying to have Giannis bowl through a wall, brick walls of defense. They moving him around a little bit more. You know, Drew Holiday is playing well. Like, they got a nice bench. Oh, they picked up Forbes from San Antonio. He comes off the bench. He's lighting it up. Like, they, they're dude. <laughs> Miami, he ain't careful, man. They gonna find themselves swept out of the building. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I mean, we both picked the Bucks to win this series, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm 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 riding with them. I'm riding with them. Shoot, if 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 Brooklyn ain't careful, the Bucks might catch them slipping. Right, exactly. So Brooklyn better be they better be careful. They not playing. Milwaukee's played them pretty well this year, so I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee beat the beat the Nets, but. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that series. That would surprise me. That would surprise me. Anything less than a finals appearance is a buzz for the Nets this year. Oh yeah, they better make it to the finals. They better win a championship. They do all that. They better win a championship. So, it is what it is. Uh, you said you ain't had nothing for the milk cart. I don't. I don't. Okay. Uh, it's a shame award. Mine's goes to CP3. CP3. Mm. You you had mine, yeah. CP3. I actually had two. I had CP3 and I had the Warriors, man. Yeah, 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 man. I I was hurt by that one, man. I, I really wanted the Warriors to get in the playoffs, but uh, hey, it is what it is, man. Memphis, but hey, the Grizzlies are delivering, though. Yeah, Memphis is giving us something to watch, so I I ain't gonna complain. I ain't gonna complain, but it would have been a nice to see uh, Steph. They're gonna be back next year, though. They got a nice, you know. Uh, I saw this thing that said they should trade Draymond Green. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he. I mean, he man. When he get the ball, I get nervous, man. He be so yeah. out of control. Yeah, he'll be right under the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like he won't get a bucket and it's like half the time he'll try to put it up and, and it's way off and he's right under the rim and then other times he's like he's like trying to get the ball out of his hands so desperately and he's not even looking at the, the shot clock <laughs> and he's just looking for the next open man like oh i gotta get rid of this ball that's like dude put it up use four seconds on the shot clock yeah dude you had a wide open layup wide open lay game winning layup this man throws it like he throwing a lob who you throwing a lob to? Are you throwing a lob to the three-point line? Like, what are you doing? He threw a lob to the backboard. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You was wide open. Yeah, yeah. He he got tightened up. Yeah, so yeah, he was he was out there just. I see why Durant uh, went off on him that year. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that that's it for our awards. I got a. Oh, we, did, we didn't do our Cuddy Award. Oh, I did do the Cuddy Award. I, I, oh, we didn't. Oh, you're right. I skipped the Cuddy Award. My, uh, what you got? I don't have nothing. I got Simone Biles. Oh, what's going on with Simone? Man, she out here doing things that ain't never been done before. Man, she she landed routines perfectly, like that have not been done before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see the highlights on that. I did see the highlights on that. I don't know what's going on in the world of gymnastics. I mean, is there is there going to be an Olympics or something like sometime soon? Yeah, like, what's coming. going on? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's it, it's coming. If you do, you got YouTube Premium. No, I'm not. I'm not paying no money for that. Oh man, um, it's actually a really good series on gymnastics. It's like a five part series on gymnastics, man. It was really good, man. Really good. It talked about you know how how the girls you know go about training and everything they talk about that dream team that Simone Bowles was on back in what 
was that 2016? I think so. Yeah. Or 2012, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. And um, they even touched on the Larry Nasser stuff. It's it's really good. It's really good. Oh, okay, okay. So, but man, yeah, she's the GOAT, man. She is the GOAT. Indeed, man, indeed. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Uh, real quick, I got a couple of minutes. I want to uh, bring this back since we haven't done this in a while. Uh, the return of Hidden Vibes. And oh, nice. I got a Hidden Vibe. Actually, I went on a rabbit hole because um, I've been doing a side podcast. It's called Coffee and Beats with Rob. Yeah, shout out to Coffee and Beats, man. Yeah, appreciate it, man. It's a, um, nice, it's a nice, little, nice, little, nice little side thing you got going on there. I like it. I oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, this week, I haven't posted the, the new episode yet. I'm still working on it. Uh, been so busy, man. I've been trying to, cons- you know, trying to edit it and everything. But uh, it should be out by either tomorrow or the, as of this recording, uh, probably Friday. But uh, I went down a rabbit hole of Georgia and Muldrow. And I forgot about how good her, that album that came that she dropped in 2012, Seeds, with uh, I guess Matt Madlib produced the whole album. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I forgot about how good that album was, man. I got I, I got uh, three albums for you then. You just reminded me of something. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, that's the only album I'm recommending, you know, for those who are not familiar with her work. Uh, Seeds is one of my favorite albums of hers. I forgot about that one. Really good. Madly, it was in his bag. On, on, uh, like, he he put his all into that album. So, uh, and it's really good, man. She's very underrated, man. She's one of the most underrated uh, female artists in hip-hop. Yeah, she really is. She really is. Like, like I, 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 I dig her voice, but I also dig her when she's just doing just instrumentation. Yeah, yeah. You know, she, yeah. she's extremely talented. On that note, um, hitting vibes, man. Dudley Perkins, his oh, album. Her Little husband. Wait, <laughs> they're married. Yeah, they're married. What? Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. You know, Quelle Quist and Jean Grey are married. Didn't know that. I found actually I found that out late too. I found that out late. I think you had I think matter of fact, on vibes and stuff, I was on your previous episode, you had shouted out um their previous album 2018. And I looked it up and I was like, they married? Yeah. You know that. Yeah, they married, made an album together. Jay-Z and Beyonce ain't the only uh power couple out there making music. Exactly. Yeah, but check out Dudley Perkins' A Little Light, a drop 2004, but it's a timeless album. Again, uh, one of those Mad Lib, entirely produced by Mad Lib. He was in his bag for it. Great album. Um, Sons of Comet, uh, Black to the Future. Finally got a chance to check it out. I am what digging think, it. Man? I'm digging it. Man. I recommended it to my dad. It's really good, man. It's really good. I finished it too. Because at the time I told you about it, I didn't finish it yet. Man, it's good. Yeah, I recommended it to my dad. He he's in African jazz and all of that too. Um, a lot of spoken word in that too. Yeah, that's powerful, powerful verses too on some of those. Um, and get the rewind button on some of those. Like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, man, dope, dope. 
And then lastly, uh, man, what was that? Oh, Sun Ra, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, okay. Um, Sun Ra got so many albums <laughs> to check out, man. Like, like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't even know where to tell you to start, but Sleeping Beauty is what I've been bumping as of most recently. Okay. Cool, cool. Well, we got the vibes for you. That will end our show for today. Actually, in season six. It seemed like we was in season six for like two years. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, did, did season six start with the pandemic? Yeah, season six started with the pandemic. And uh, since we're getting close to the, almost the end of the pandemic, hey, it's only fitting that we uh, make that transition to season seven. Yes, 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 yes. It's time. It's yeah. time. Season seven coming up. Definitely. Um, you know, we'll see. We, we, we got, we, I know we got some more material coming up for the people, so I ain't even worried about it. Well, we got, we got a bracket coming up. We got a bracket coming up soon. Um, that, that, uh, sport, top sports video games bracket of all time. I can't wait to dive into that. And I want to finish, I want to redo a bracket that I started a few seasons back that we never got a chance to finish. And that was the dunks bracket. Oh, that would be nice. So I, I do want to go back and revisit that. But other than that, man, uh, I'm be celebrating my 15 year anniversary next week. So congratulations, congratulations! You, cause you right around the time with the Bowmans, right? Yeah, week uh, a week after uh, the Bowmans. Wow! Yeah, congratulations, man! 15 years. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, and you just uh, celebrated your anniversary too, right? Yeah, yes, I just celebrated my 14th. 14th. And yeah, yeah, last week. And um, yeah, man. Uh, shoot, here's the 14 more, man. I, I you know, I guess yeah. I'm a vet now. That's what people say, but I, I, I still feel, I still feel like I'm learning. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm still a rookie, man. I still make rookie mistakes, man. You know, I still, I still gotta talk to Brother Sanders sometimes. You know. <laughs> He got to tell me, you know, young blood, you got, you got to smooth this thing out, you know? <laughs> ain't, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no shame in apologizing, you know? Yeah, hey, brother Sanders got, you know, he might not have all his schools, but he got, he know about life, man. He know, and he know women. He know women. He, know women. he definitely know women. <laughs> ever, since, ever since he came from the womb. I, I got to give him his records back, though. We, we, I needed some of his records for that beat tape. I got to give him his records back. Oh, man, you better give him... Hey, hey, you know he don't play when it comes to them records, man. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I got to take Gary bring him back today. Right, right. And I got to bring him a... I owe him a six-pack for borrowing him. You say I could borrow him, but bring him back a six-pack. It'd be a six-pack anything. he he drink whatever. Right, he, he drink Corona, Modelo. It don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Lit. <laughs> He, he adjusts to the circumstances, you know? Exactly. He, he, he rolled with the punches when he yep, rolled. That's, that's all he do. It ain't no shame in his game. <laughs> well, enjoy. I said, Brother Sanders, what's your brand? He said, Whatever, whatever's on sale, young boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that will about do it, man. I got to go cut some hair, man. And I'll see y'all in a few weeks. All right. Peace. 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 peace.
I thought the officials were terrible today. From beginning to end? From beginning to end. Charles, are they the most physical team you played this year? Are they the most hacking team we played this year? <laughs> What's the difference? A hack is a foul. Physical is something else. <laughs> Soft-spoken. A hack is a foul. Well, you, know, you know what? Charles I was Parker. wrong for going after Jimmy Clark. I was wrong. But he you did. Know, the older you got, the more your voice got deeper. But if he said to me it's going to cost me money, I wouldn't have went ballistic. But I'm just saying, you just didn't seem like a hack of the pile. We'll see you again on Thursday night. A hack of the pile. Coast! You made it.